There you go. So Pastor Tim, he asked me to fill in for him this morning. And he gave me the wonderful topic of history. Who likes history? Okay, I didn't like history when I was your age. I'm starting to like it more and more. But he gave me the history of the church. And there's going to be several parts in this history because, you know, we're talking about the body of Christ. Or it's the church. And so I have the task of trying to talk about the history of the church. In particular, well, if you have history, you've got to figure out well, when did it start or when did it take place, and then, well, what's the message that the history is trying to communicate? Okay? So, because you like to watch videos, and we want to have a little bit of fun, and we're talking about the body of Christ, I saw this video of what someone did with their body, and it like freaked me out, so I thought maybe you might want to watch it too. Can you play that video, please? Okay, you know, when, when you saw all that, I think there's only a few responses that, you, that may um, cause you to stir up inside. The first one that I thought of is like, eh, that, just like when they were freaking out, can everybody say, eh, with me? Like you got to, louder, a louder, cool. The other thing that I thought is like, you know, for people who won't gro- who, who were not grossed out and thought that was very cool, you might say like, "Man, that that guy was awesome. Lay it on me. Give me some skin. Like that is so cool." So the second response might be like, "Lay, like lay it on me." Let me hear you say it. Next, next slide. You got to help me out here in the back. You're really killing my show. Can you say it? Lay. Louder. Thank you. Or it grossed you out so much, you just said, like, I want to get out of here. Like, see ya. Next. What? Okay, let me see if we, let me see if we can do this. One more time. Okay, everybody over here, I want you to say, Ek. Lay. See ya. Faster. You can do better than that. Come on, faster. Guess what? You just learned a Greek word called ekklesia. And I tricked you. Can you go to the next slide, please? Ekklesia is a Greek word. And it's what we translate into English as church. So when you think of ekklesia, you can think, Church, that's what we say when we're going from Greek to English in your Bible. And here's what it means. It's the gathering of, they used citizens, officially, we'll call it people, called out from their homes to a public place and assembly. Here's the idea. You have people who are called together for some purpose, typically out of their privacy, into public, some public area, called together in assembly. And guess what? The first place that we actually get this word in the Bible, you know, your Bible is broken up into two parts. What are they? Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, not the beginning and the end. The Old Testament and the New Testament. And the first book of the New Testament is what? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John heard a story, passed it on. Matthew, right? The first book is Matthew. And go to the next slide. 
And in Matthew 16, Jesus says this. It's the first time the word church, if you read your Bible, was going to show up. It says what? And I tell you, you are Peter. He's, Jesus is talking to Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. Or ecclesia. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So here we are in the New Testament. Jesus finally uses the word first, and He says, My church. Now, what did we, if there was like a church word in the, Old, in the New Testament, well, was there a church around in the Old Testament? Because there's lots of pages in my Bible leading up before Jesus. And so, what do we think about the church beforehand? So, in the Old Testament, I would argue that actually, if we thought about the word ecclesia, like people being brought together, who are the first two people that were brought together? So they were like God's chosen people. He made them, brought them together first, first, right there. And so Jesus is talking like, I'm going to have my people that I've called together. Well, the Old Testament is, there's a lot of pages after Genesis chapter 2 and 3, isn't there? Yes. And so go to the next slide, please. As the story goes on, that there's a people called the tribe of Israel. Have you heard of their name before? Israel. Tell me if you've heard that. Okay. That was where God took people, called them out into His group, and they made an agreement on Mount Sinai. And you may remember hearing about the Ten Commandments. Well, this is right before the Ten Commandments. And here's what God says to them. He says, through Moses, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey My voice and keep My covenant, My rules, My plan, My promise, you shall be My treasured possession among all the people. I'm calling you out. You're My group. For all the earth is Mine, and you shall be to Me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to these people of Israel. So God is calling them out. And what happens next? A few verses later, all the people answered together and said, all that the Lord said, we'll do. Okay, we made a deal. God called them out, and we'll follow your rules. And guess what? That is the whole Old Testament where those people are trying to follow along with God's rules. So we could almost say that if we, if we thought of like the church, the beginning, maybe like a little seed starting out like a plant, Adam and Eve might, might be a little bit of the seed, but definitely when we get Israel, we have some roots starting, and now we got some stuff coming out of the ground, and the beginning's happening. Okay? And so, now Jesus comes along. And He says He's going to build my church, my ecclesia. So, the question might be, well, what's, what's the difference here between the old church growing and now what Jesus is saying with my church. In the Old Testament, in, with Israel, what was really important is that they had a building called the temple. That's where God lived. And they also had these rules that if you broke the rule or you sinned, how did they take care of the sin? They killed and sacrificed an animal. And how did you get saved? Well, you go to heaven. Well, first of all, you had to have faith in God, but then you also had to sacrifice this animal all the time. Okay? And that went on for years and years. And you know, people couldn't always follow the rules. Can you follow every rule that your parents give you? 
Heck, I give my kids rules and I don't even follow them. So I know it's hard, right? So um, Jesus comes and now we have, he's going to establish his church. Well, what's the difference? Go to the next slide, please. One more. Okay, so if you were part of Israel, you were like on the team. You had the right uniform. You weren't someone that had to sit in the stands and watch everybody else play. Well, everybody who wasn't on the team, they're called Gentiles. And actually, if everybody in this room, unless you have some Israelite blood in you from long, long, long time ago, you're a Gentile. You were not on the team. You were not one of God's chosen people. But when Jesus came, that changed. Here's what it says. For just as the body, our real body, is one and has many members, like our fingers, and all the members of the body, though there are lots of them, are one, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So when they say Jews, that means those Israeli people I was just, those Israelites I was talking about, and Gentiles or the Greeks mean everybody else, us. So Jesus, through the Spirit, is starting to now make everybody one. What's the next slide say? Ephesians has said, reminding us, this is, this is to us, remember that you were one time, you were separated from Christ. Why? Because we, we didn't have the right bloodline. And alienated from Israel and strangers to the covenants of the promise. We had no hope and we were without God in the world. But now Christ Jesus, who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace. He made both one, broken down uh, in His flesh, the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that He might create in Himself one new man in place of two. Let me sum it up for you. Because of Jesus... Because he went to the cross and died, he was like that animal that was sacrificed for sin. And now all sins were covered. And because he did that, he said, it doesn't matter your family tree of Israel or where you're from, I'm bringing all people together to one, and I'm going to build my new... I'm bringing my people together for one new body. And it doesn't matter your family tree, Okay? So go next slide, please. Back up. Okay, so we're getting closer. Well, when did this happen? This happened in the book of Acts. So if someone really asks you a question someday, well, when did the church start? They might respond in the book of Acts with a special event that occurred. And you heard me say the beginning of the New Testament was Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John heard a story, passed it on. And the beginning of the passing on the story begins in Acts. That's right after all the Gospels. And in chapter 2, here's what happens. Peter is out telling everybody about Jesus, kind of what I just told you. And they say, well, what's it take then to, to be saved? And he says, well, repent, be baptized uh, in the name of Jesus for forgiveness of your sin, and you're going to get the Holy Spirit. Okay? And on that day, a whole bunch of people, they believed and they had faith. And what's it say? 3,000 souls were saved that day. And guess what? They weren't all necessarily Jewish, Israelite. So that's the day that the Holy Spirit... Who's ever heard the word the Trinity before? What's it mean? 
three things, right? Tri, like a tricycle, okay, or a triangle. So God established his church with Adam and Eve, and then with the Israelites, then Jesus comes on board, and he's telling everybody, and he did something. And now, through the Holy Spirit, we have what? Everybody now together. And that is called the the church. Great. Next slide. Next slide, please. Do you guys want me to try to do a dance while we wait? Okay, so maybe think of it like this. The beginning, I would say, was like Adam and Eve with a little bit of a seed, and then you get roots and sprouts with Israel, and then when the disciples come and Jesus talks to them, just like Peter, it's starting to get a plant with branches, and then after the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost, it's guess what? This, this tree is now branching out, and it's now supposed to have fruit on it. Is the church done growing? No. When's it done? When the person who started it comes back. Jesus. Okay? So that's the way to think of it. So the church history, the beginning, goes back a long ways and has little parts all along the way in your Bible. All right, what's next? Next slide, please. Thank you. So if we had, like, since this Holy Spirit thing at Pentecost, they call that, how come there's so many churches today? We hear denominations. Maybe Wednesday night you can hear more about that, okay? Next slide. Alright, so what? So what's the big deal? Here's what's really cool about this thing. We're now part of the team. We are God's people. We're part of His ecclesia. The other cool part is this. It's not related to land over there in Israel where there's land near the city of Jerusalem. And guess what? It's not about this thing they called a temple. And if you didn't have the temple in your town back then, you had this other little building, they called it a synagogue. We don't have, it's not dependent on those two things because it's about people. And guess what? No longer do we have to kill goats and bulls and all this stuff. Why? Because Jesus died for us. And you know what? Salvation, because God did it for us, Jesus, that's a gift. It's not on anything we do. Okay? You know what that means? That's good news. That is really good news. What do we call the good news? The gospel. Gospel, by the way, is another Greek word. You probably didn't realize that. That means good news. Okay? So the good news the gospel is the gospel. That's the message. So the beginning of the church happened a long time. The message is, guess what? It doesn't matter about what you do, who you are, where you worship, all these things. It's about one thing. Jesus did it for you. And the Holy Spirit now is in you. And we are now the church. Next slide, please. Okay. I didn't think that was my next slide. But it might be. Um, okay. Before we go to small group, um, I wanted to play the video that we played last time at the end of the service, because it talked about the church. And maybe now after we have the idea that it's not about land, it's not about your family tree, it's not about your works, it's not about the building, and if it's about the message, this video might mean even more now. And as soon as we're done with the video, we'll break up, you go to your small groups, okay? Roll it. 